everyone, and welcome back to Short Stories for Kids, the magical podcast of story adventures. And now let's give a big hello and thank you to our newest premium members. First up, we have a birthday shout out to one of our premium members, Soraya, who turns nine years old and is from New Jersey. Hello to Violet and her brother Clark from Danville, Indiana, and listen every day on their way to school and every night before bed. A big hello to Claire and Julieta from San Diego, California. And lastly, Samuel and his little brother Bear from New Jersey. Hey everyone! And now it's time for today's story request. Hi Lucy! Eli loves listening to your stories before bed and in the car. He would love a story where he and his brother Nolan and his sister Kylie are going for a walk in the woods when they find a magic portal that takes them to a place where kids can drive race cars. Near Eli's house is a wood full of very tall and very old trees. Whenever Eli saw them, he couldn't help but wonder just how old the trees were. He was certain they were older than he was. He was pretty sure they were older than his mom. But exactly how old, he couldn't be sure. How old do you think the trees are in the wood? He asked his brother Nolan. Mm, I don't know, admitted Nolan. Maybe, uh, 100 years old? Eli thought about this. 100 was a big number. It could be right, so he went to ask his sister Kylie what she thought. Um, I don't know, stated Kylie. Maybe a million years old? A million was a very big number. Could the trees be even older than that? He knew that dinosaurs were alive 65 million years ago. Could the trees be that old? He gathered Nolan and Kylie together and told them he was going on an expedition to find out. He was going to walk to the woods and look for a dinosaur. And if he found one, he'd know that the woods were 65 million years old. But what if you don't find a dinosaur? asked Nolan. Then I'll know the woods are younger than that, smiled Eli. Well, it sounds like it might be dangerous, Kylie said. I think we should come with you, just in case. And so the three of them marched off towards the woods to see what they could find. When they got to the edge of the trees, the three of them stopped and gazed up at the tall, thick branches. Ooh, you could easily hide a dinosaur in there. Eli said, come on, let's go and find one. But they looked and looked and looked and didn't find a single dinosaur, not even a footprint. They slumped down on the thick roots of one particularly large tree to think about what they should do next. Oh, I was quite sure that was a dinosaur we saw a minute ago in the treetops, said Nolan. That was a squirrel, said Kylie. There are some small dinosaurs, but most of them are bigger than that. Hey, come and look at this, said Eli suddenly, 
there's a tunnel under these roots. Nolan and Kylie crowded around for a better look. Ooh, look, there's a glow, said Nolan. Do tunnels glow? Mm, I don't think so, said Eli, dropping to his hands and knees. I'm going to investigate. Before the other two could object, Eli had wriggled into the tunnel so that only his legs were showing. And he kept on going until they could only see his shoes. And then he was gone. Are you all right, Eli? called Kylie. We can't see you. For a moment, there was no reply, and the pair of them grew worried about their brother, until a burst of excitement echoed out from beneath the tree roots. Kylie! Nolan! You've got to come through here! Quick, you're not going to believe this! Needing no further encouragement, Eli's brother and sister wriggled after him. Eli was there to help them through to daylight on the other side. But much to their surprise, they weren't in the woods anymore. They were at a racetrack. Cars rev their engines as mechanics fine-tune their engines and check tires. But that wasn't the weirdest part of all. Can you see what I see? asked Eli. The people, began Kylie. They're all dinosaurs finished Nolan. Sure enough, every mechanic, race official, racing driver, and crowd member was a dinosaur. Where are we? wondered Kylie, but before anyone could answer, they were interrupted by the sound of crying. Turning around, they could see a small feathered dinosaur with a short pointy beak sobbing into her clawed hands. She was wearing bright pink overalls stained with oil and grease. Excuse me, asked Eli gently. Are you all right? No, cried the dinosaur. My drivers haven't turned up and the race starts soon. Well, maybe they'll be here in a minute, suggested Nolan, looking around. No, I don't think so, said the sad dinosaur. You see, I'm an oviraptor, so my race team, Team Oviraptor, is the smallest. I have the smallest cars, and so I need the smallest drivers. All the other cars are much bigger and scarier than mine. It's so hard to get anyone to drive my racing cars. We could drive them, suggested Eli. We look just the right size for your cars. The Oviraptor stopped her sniffing and wiped her eyes. Yes, yes, I suppose you are, she said. Would you really do that? Yeah, said Nolan. We'd love to. Oh, amazing, said the dinosaur, brightening up as she hopped to her feet. Let's find you some racing helmets. There's no time to lose. Half an hour later, and Eli, Nolan, and Kylie were lined up on the starting grid out on the track. Eli's car was yellow, Nolan's was orange, and Kylie's was pink. Although Team Oviraptor racing cars looked amazing, they were nothing compared to the bigger cars around them. There was an enormous green car with a Brachiosaurus at the wheel, a blue car with a Triceratops, a purple car with a Stegosaurus, and right beside them, a sleek-looking red racing car with Team Trianosaurus written down its side. 
In the driver's seat sat a snarling T-Rex, all ready to race. He looked down at Eli in his little yellow car and sniggered. <laughs> Better watch out, grinned the T-Rex. You might get squashed in that tiny toy car. Eli glared back, but said nothing. He wasn't going to let the big dinosaur scare him. Up ahead, the race officials signaled that it was nearly time to start. The dino drivers all began to rev their engines, and suddenly they were off in a cloud of dust and smoke. The cars roared away down the track with the T-Rex instantly going into the lead by bashing into Triceratops and sending the blue car spinning into a pile of tires. What a cheater! said Kylie over the car's radio that was wired into the helmets. Don't worry about that, said Nolan. We've got some catching up to do. We're in last place. They needed a few moments to get used to the feel of Team Overaptor's racing cars, but soon settled into it as the cars thrummed around the track's curve. In no time at all, the three cars had gained on the biggest car of them all, the Brachiosaurus, in her giant green vehicle. Oh, it's too big, shouted Kylie. We'll never get by. Eli looked at the giant tires of the green car. They alone were bigger than Team Overaptor's cars. I've got an idea, announced Eli. Follow me. He accelerated towards the Brachiosaurus's car, and for a moment, Nolan and Kylie thought he was going to crash straight into the back of it. But instead, Eli's yellow car drove underneath. It was tight, but it fit. Kylie pushed her pedal to the floor and followed him, with Nolan just behind. Because their cars weren't as heavy as the Brachiosaurus's racing car, they were moving faster. And soon, the three of them shot out from underneath the green machine, leaving it in last place. Oh, a brilliant move, said the voice of the Overaptor over the radio. But you're still a long way from the front. Team Stegosaurus is trying to get past Team Trianosaurus at the moment. See if you can close the gap. Will do, shouted Eli. It took two laps for Team Overaptor to do this, moving past other racing cars, until they could see the purple Team Stegosaurus car still struggling to get past the T-Rex ahead. The big red car was blocking the Stegosaurus at every turn, so there just wasn't a way past. Can we try the same trick and drive underneath? asked Nolan, hopefully. No, I don't think so, said Eli. Those two cars are big, but they're not as big as the Brachiosaurus's car. We're going to have to think of something else. Up ahead, Kylie noticed the T-Rex stick an arm out of the car window and drop something onto the track. Look out, she cried as the Stegosaurus's car drove over some of the objects. They were sharp bits of metals and nails and they caused two of the purple car's tires to burst. All three Team Overaptor's cars had to act quickly, swerving around the dropped objects and the rapidly slowing Team Stegosaurus vehicle as the dinosaur inside fought to control the car. In a flash, Eli, Nolan, and Kylie were around it. 
Now just the team Trianosaurus's red car stood in their way. This guy's a cheat, said Nolan sternly. Yeah, agreed Eli, remembering the T-Rex's threat to squish them. We need to be careful. But what do we do? asked Kylie, sounding worried. I've got an idea, said Eli. I'll try to distract him. Eli figured that the T-Rex wouldn't be able to resist trying to do something to his yellow car, so he got up right behind Team Trianosaurus's car, and then moved to the right so he could clearly be seen in the T-Rex's mirror. Sure enough, the T-Rex spotted him and grinned a toothy grin. He couldn't wait to teach this little pipsqueak a lesson. With a rapid swerve, he brought his big red car's rear tire almost within touching distance of Eli's vehicle, forcing Eli to swerve out of the way. But Eli didn't move too far. The T-Rex tried again, and again Eli swerved away. The T-Rex was getting frustrated with the yellow car now, and decided that this time he'd get him good. However, he was so concerned with Eli that he'd stopped paying attention to Kylie and Nolan. As the red car swerved into Eli's path, it left a clear gap down the left-hand side of the track for the orange and pink car to nip through. Horrified, the T-Rex tried to swerve back, but this opened up the right side of the track, and now Eli slipped past. Despite the deafening sound of their engines, they could still hear the tremendous roar of frustration from the T-Rex as he realized he was no longer in first place, and the finish line was not far away. Desperately, the T-Rex decided to cut the corner, but the ground beside the track was soft and his car was heavy. Instead of shooting across the grass, his car sank into the mud and ground to a sudden stop. The other dino drivers laughed as they raced past the red car, just as Team Oviraptor, having lined up across the width of the track, crossed the finish line together. We've won! We've won! screeched the Oviraptor over the radio and rushed to meet her other three heroic drivers. There was so much celebration, especially when Eli, Kylie, and Nolan got to lift the trophy together. The crowd cheered and applauded their excellent driving. This is for you, said Eli, handing the trophy over to the Oviraptor. She took it, looking extremely happy. Oh, thank you, thank you, she said. Hey, do you want to race for me next week? I'd love it if you could. Eli, Nolan, and Kylie exchanged glances and then nodded excitedly. Of course we would, laughed Eli. So that's what happens every race day. Their mom thinks they still go to the woods to try and work out how old the trees are, and she sometimes chuckles to think that they're looking for dinosaurs. But Eli, Kylie, and Nolan don't tell her that they've already found them. And they don't tell anybody they're driving racing cars either. Well, not yet. Anyway, the end.